0: Welcome to the Just A Thought Podcast with Lisa and Amy, talking to you about all the things. Hi everyone, and welcome to the Just A Thought Podcast, where we talk about all the things, relationships, conflict, connection, love, intimacy, communication, and so much more. So without further ado, let's get started and talk about all the things. Hello and welcome back to the Just a Thought podcast. Now, lovely Amy can't be with us today. She is busy, busy, busy preparing for Miss Great Britain. So we wish her all the luck with that. It's going to be awesome and it's just so wonderful to see her um, flourishing and really becoming her true self and showing all her God-given talents and not hiding them under a bushel. Where did that come from that one? That must be some Sunday school teaching from back in the day. So here we are talking about all the things. Right. When I'm coaching couples, the first thing, not the first thing, I find out about them and I ask information and all those things and The first tool that I give couples is to do their love language test. Now, it is a free test. It warms my heart when the couples have done this before they come for a session. Guys in particular love this tool. The difference between coaching and therapy is coaching is about going forward. It's about giving tips and tools that will make things better today lots of times people don't want to go back and uh, pick at a scab that's already been that they believe is healed put it like that to pick at something that they believe is healed lots of times once couples get um, into a better place into uh, more love and connection then individually they tend to sometimes go for a little bit of therapy themselves to figure out stuff that's happening for them within their relationship. But coaching is about getting people, giving people the tips and tools, and getting, getting you back, get, getting getting you back on your legs, getting the wheels back on. I always talk about don't let the wheels fall off. So coaching is about a little bit about getting the wheels back on and uh, getting some of the grit out of the wheels. I'm all about the analogies today for some reason, getting some of the grit out of the wheels so that we can communicate better, so that we're a bit kinder to each other, so that we know our love language and love each other in our, in our love language. I mean, like, hold on, I'll straighten that out for you. Okay. There are five love languages. And what we tend to do is love people the way we want to be loved. Makes sense. So maybe if somebody is buying gifts all the time, what they actually want is to receive gifts. Or maybe if somebody is saying all the time, you look lovely. That's great. Thank you so much. Maybe they actually want to receive words of affirmation. So we show love how we actually want to receive it. But if that if our love languages are not the same, that's a wee bit of a problem. And we talk in the, in the book, it talks about you may not. um Speak Japanese, but you may have to learn how to speak Japanese. It's totally doable. It's totally doable. So just remembering that our person receives love differently than we receive love. Maybe that was a better way of saying it. Was that all right in the kitchen for a shortcut? Anyway, here we are. Here we are. <sighs> Do your love language test. It's free online. Another test that is free is your attachment style test. Now, I am a pretty secure person. My hobby is a pretty secure person, but when we get into conflict and everybody gets, everybody has conflict in their relationship, people say to me sometimes, it really makes me happy whenever you say that uh, you still have arguments. (laughs) Of course we do. We just try to do them in a more healthy way. Now at the weekend, I did have to say to the big lad, it's worse when you have the tools and you forget to use them, isn't it? Because when we get into conflict, even though we are both secure people, and this is this is applies to everybody, lots of times what happens is we almost default to what our attachment style, what our unhealthy attachment style is. So my unhealthy attachment style is anxious. Okay. And maybe you're with somebody and theirs is avoidant. So the more anxious you get, the more avoidant they get. The more we say things like, I need to talk about it. I need to talk about it again. I have to talk about it again. Your person is going to be like, okay, it's over. I said, I was sorry. It's done. Can we move on? And at some stage we have to stop talking about it. At some stage we do have to move on. At some stage we do have to hear that sorry and move on. But the, the anxious attachment style finds that quite difficult. And I'm guilty of that sometimes. Hmm. Talking it to death, how will it not happen again? What could we do to prevent it happening again? Now, what really helps an anxious attachment style is, sorry, obviously, but what actually means even more is accountability. Now, accountability is something that we don't really talk about too much, but so, so important. So accountability says, so sorry is you're sorry. Accountability is, hmm, I can see how that really annoyed you. And I'm going to do X, Y, and Z so that won't happen again. So maybe it's something as simple as, it's really annoying to you when your person is late over and over again so oh sorry about that sorry about that sorry about that is getting a bit tiresome and a bit old but if our person says okay I am sorry this is getting ridiculous I realize I'm always late I'm always running behind here's what I'm going to do I'm going to set an alarm on my phone 10 minutes earlier to make sure next time I'm here um I'm sorry that we're late and I've missed the cinema. So do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to rebook it for Friday night. I'm going to make a real effort and I'm not going to be late. And I'm going to try and make it up to you. And I'm showing that I'm accountable. Okay. Sometimes when we just say sorry about that, can we get on with it? It's very difficult for the anxious attachment style to be like, yeah, sure, no problem. It's very difficult for the anxious attachment style to put it to bed without accountability. Make sense? Hopefully that makes sense. It's funny, when I'm doing these podcasts, I kind of imagine myself doing lives on Instagram because you know how all this madness started doing all the lives on Instagram. And every so often when I say things, I kind of expect little hearts to go up on my screen. It doesn't happen here in podcast land, but here we are, here we are. And also because Amy's not here today, I'm like looking going, isn't that right? Don't don't you agree? Because it's much easier to bounce ideas off people. So that is how we apologize well, how we are accountable and how as individuals we need to look at are we being anxious and are we being avoidant. Avoidance just want the argument to be over and get back to normal life as quickly as possible, which is great, but difficult for anxious attachment style. And then it's difficult for avoidant attachment styles when anxious attachment styles keep going on and on and on and on about it. So they are the two tests. Do your love language test. Do your attachment style test. OK, do those things at- before you come for a coaching session or just do them as a date night, just for the two of you. It's fun. It's fun. I think they're, I personally think they're good fun. I also have some different tests. If you follow me on Instagram, I have some tests on my, that I just made up. They're on my grid. I do believe I'm sitting holding an espresso martini in the test. So the tests, um oh, let me just pull it up from memory here is um, when did you feel desired by me this week? When did you feel it celebrated by me this week? And when did I feel desired or sexual and sensual within myself this week? Okay, Because a lot of relationship work is actually self-work. So if we are not feeling sexual and sensual or our libido is not what it used to be or not what it once was, or we're having a lot of conflict with our person and we're really feeling that that's really affecting our sex life. This is internal work that we have to do before we even bring it to our partner to say, look, this is coming up for me. I don't think, I think I'm stressed at work. I think I've got too much on my plate. I'm not filling my own cup. So therefore I'm not showing up in this relationship as my best self. This is all internal work that we need to do before we even start working on the relationship stuff. Because remember, we fill our own cup and then we fill the relationship cup. Very difficult to fill the relationship cup when we have not filled our own cup first. When we go on the airplanes, and this has never happened to me, thank goodness, if those oxygen masks ever fall out, it doesn't say put on everybody else's and then do your own. It says do your own oxygen mask and then sort out everybody else. You are your best self when your cup is full. You are the best boyfriend. You're the best girlfriend. You're the best husband. You're the best partner. You're the best wife. You're the best sister. You're the best brother. You're the best aunt. You're the best niece. You're the best uncle. When you're, when your internal cup, is full when you're looking after your self-care when you're looking after your mental health all those things then we bring that best version of ourselves to our relationships now obviously we cannot all be in tip-top condition all the time but when we do this we find such a difference in our relationship so I was codependent for 25 years of our relationship and codependency is uh Things like being unsure about going places by yourself. It's only going to be fun if your person's there. Um, if your person's happy, you're happy. If your person's sad, you're sad. It's basically the lack of independence. So I had to do a lot of work around that. I'd look do a lot of work around that. And being okay, being by myself, filling my own cup, not depending on my partner to fill my cup, which we do a lot in relationships, our person should be there to emotionally support us, but not necessarily fill our cup. Okay. So we're doing a lot of work on filling our own cup, going places by myself, going to day retreats like I was on Saturday, um, going out for lunch with girls, um, going cold water dipping, all these sort of things, filling my own cup, and then coming back to my relationship and filling the relationship cup. Okay. And lots of people, lots of men actually become codependents. It's quite Quite interesting. Quite interesting. Um, and, you know, at the beginning of a relationship, it's all well, we're all loved up and all the lust chemicals. And it's very easy to fall into codependency. It's very easy to um, go down that road. But it's very, very important that keeping that sense of self and bringing that best self to the relationship and filling the relationship cup. But that wasn't what I was talking about. That just went on to a whole rant there. That wasn't actually my point. I can't remember. Can't remember. Can't remember. I just tell myself I'm doing these podcasts. Well, I tell Shirley, my automatic negative thoughts, that it's free content. Doesn't have to be perfect. Done is better than perfect. Isn't that right? That we always say. So do the tests. Figure out what's going on for you. Fill your own cup, do my wee test on Instagram. These are all good little date nights. If your children are little, you can do this when they go to bed, all that sort of thing. And if me blethering on helps a younger couple or even an older couple or somebody, people who have wee ones running around and maybe are working at the same time, if anything that I say helps in any way, that's my plan. My plan that started this was if it helped one person, I can honestly say it's helped more than one person and um, I often say that one person was actually me at the start of this whole thing um but if it helps one person if I can be any sort of guide or mentor for uh, you guys that's all I've ever wanted that's all I've ever wanted I was listening to a thing the other day I actually did a real love it and it said that if you can do a job that lights you up it helps and uplifts society and you can make money from it that is the trifecta that's the one something that plays to your skill set lights up the world educates people makes people feel better and you can get a little and you can get abundance from it that's brilliant that's what we should all be doing now maybe next time we will talk about our human needs. That'd be a good one. We'll talk about human needs next time. But I think for my first little solo podcast without my lovely sidekick, uh, Amy, I think that there's tons of information in there. Hopefully, a wee journey to work listening to this and um, maybe get some tips and tools. And remember, coaching is different than therapy. Therapy is brilliant. I've been to therapy. I highly recommend it. But coaching is something completely different. Coaching is tips and tools, wanting to go forward. Yes, when I coach couples, we might touch a little bit on childhood stuff and maybe argument styles that they've seen, that sort of thing. But mostly it's tips and tools on how to go forward and a little bit of explaining about how the mind works and how the mind loves to go to negativity and keep going round, 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 round circles. Also, when I coach couples, I always say, just try to be a bit kind to each other. Try to be a bit kind to each other. Kindness is so underrated. Kindness, looking after each other, caring for each other, love, respect and kindness should be the bedrock of all relationships. Intimate relationships, work relationships, family relationships, love, respect and kindness. It's free. It's absolutely free. It's absolutely free. So give that a wee go. okay? and remember. Don't let a weekend pass without having some sort of connection, intimacy, something. Don't let a weekend pass. Kiss your person every day. Don't let a weekend pass without having intimacy of some description. And remember, love each other, be kind to each other, respect each other, show up for each other, fill your own cup, fill the relationship cup. That's all we need to do. <laughs> easy peasy, easy peasy. Now, I need to figure out how to pause this thing and then you will make all the magic happen. Thanks guys. Remember, just a thought. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, subscribe and share on your social media and leave us a review. That would be brilliant. Thank you so much for all your support as always. See you next time. Just a thought. Follow Lisa on Instagram at relationship.coaching.ni and follow Amy on Instagram at Amy Doherty XO. Just a thought.